spread themselves into the greater magnitudes of the between and died. The gamble worked. Our Soma is efficient and pleasant to work with. All of our tributaries agree. Older models of such equipment are better. We have an appointment with the representative of the school world students. Student tributaries lodged in a newer model Soma called a Burkus, after a social mind on Second World which designed it. A Burkus Soma is not favored. It is noisy, perhaps more efficient, but brasher and less elegant. We agree it will be ugly. Data clouds swirl and spread tendrils high over the plain. The single Somas march between our legs, cleaning unwanted debris from the black domes. Within the domes, all history— We could reach down and crush one with the claws on a single leg, but that would slow end-time work and waste available energy. We are proud of our stray thinking. It shows that we are still human, still linked directly to the past. We are proud that we can ignore improper impulses. We are teachers. All teachers must be linked with the past to understand and explain it. Teachers must understand error. The past is rich with pain and error. We await the Burkus. Too much time passes. The world turns away from the sun and night falls. Centuries of library time pass, but we try to be patient and think in the flow of external time. Some of our tributaries express a desire to taste the domes, but there is no real need, and would also waste available energy. With night, more data fills the skies from the other systems, condenses, and rains down, covering us with a thick sheen. Soppers clean our carapace again. All around, the domes grow richer, absorbing history. We see in the distance a night interpreter striding on giant disjointed legs between the domes. It eats the domes and returns white mounds of discard. All the domes must be interpreted to see if any of the history should be carried by the final end-time self. The final self will cross the between, order held in perfect inaction, until the between has experienced sufficient rest and boredom. It will cross that point when time and space become granular and nonlinear, when the unconserved energy of expansion, absorbed at the minute level of the quantum foam, begins to disturb the metric. The metric becomes noisy and irregular, and all extension evaporates. The universe has no width, no time, and all is back at the beginning. The final self will survive, knitting itself into the smallest interstices, armored against the fantastic pressure of a universe's death sound. The quantum foam will give up its noise, and new universes will bubble forth and evolve. One will transcend. The transcendent reality will absorb the final self, which will seed it. From the compression should arise new intelligent beings. It is an important thing, and all teachers approve. The past should cover the new forever. It is our way to immortality. Our tributaries express some concern. We are, to be sure, not on a vital mission, but the Burkus is very late. Something has gone wrong.
We investigate our links and find them cut. Transponders do not reply. The ground beneath our soma trembles. Hastily, the soma retreats from the plane of history. It stands by a low hill, trying to keep steady on its eight red legs. The clouds over the plain turn green and ragged. The single somas scuttle between vibrating hemispheres, confused. We cannot communicate with our social mind or library. No other libraries respond. Alarmed, we appeal to the School World Student Committee, then point our thoughts up to the end-time work coordinator. But they do not answer either. The endless kilometers of low black hemispheres churn as if stirred by a huge stick. Cracks appear, and from the cracks, thick red drops. The drops crystallize in high, tall prisms. Many of the